Hello, everyone, and welcome to season two of my podcast. In season two, I'm going to be interviewing creators that I really align with, that I really look up to, and I find a lot of value from. Today's guest, her name is Gaia, and she is a manifestation coach. She'll teach you everything about living your life to your greatest potential, and I'm all about that. I really align with her. I listen to her podcast, her YouTube channel while I'm working out at the gym almost every single day. She keeps me super motivated, so I decided to reach out to her. And in this interview, we really get into manifestation, the basics, the intermediate level, the more advanced level, everything that you need to know. This is a handbook for you, this podcast. If you're looking to get into business, manifestation, content creation, all of that, or just creating your own reality, I would really recommend taking notes on this episode, as well as checking out Gaia's uh, YouTube channel, podcast. Like I said, I listen to her religiously, and you should too. So all that's going to be in this description. Let's get right into today's episode. All right, everyone. So our guest for today is going to be Gaia. Hi, Gaia. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. So happy to have you. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jess. Thank you for having me. Of course. We love your YouTube content. We love your podcasting content, which people can check out later. But I really just wanted to have a conversation with you um, about things that I've learned from you because I found your channel when I was looking up how to stop checking the 3D. When <laughs> okay. I found that like you're low-key an expert or not you are like in my opinion like you are <laughs> I don't know thank what you say, but uh yeah that's how I found your channel first of all tell us a little bit like about you about your channel what you do okay like my manifestation journey and like how I found out about the law and stuff so I found out about law of attraction May of 2020 so during the pandemic like two months into the pandemic and like I manifested like little things because law of attraction didn't really focus on like your programming and it didn't explain like your thoughts create it was just more like you are um what you attract which is so vague so I didn't really understand I knew that your thoughts created but I didn't know to the full extent um and I didn't know yeah I didn't know about persisting or anything yeah. and I found out about law of assumption September of 2021 and a youtuber that I watch um she's not even a manifestation coach her name's um Anila Sita 101 I don't know if you've ever heard of her Anila Sita? Sita 101 okay. she's just like a spiritual coach so she talks about the different laws um attraction assumption detachment it was just so she made a video about how to manifest a text message and it was like how to manifest the video the title is called how to manifest someone to be obsessed with you mm-hmm. i never heard of that i never heard about love something in my life um so i was like i just watched it because i already i was already subscribed to her mm-hmm. and i had a specific person at the time i guess or i had someone that, that i could like use it to try it on i guess yeah <laughs> and I don't know she's genuinely very motivating for me so even though I never heard of the law I wasn't really that skeptical and I was like okay like she seems like she knows what she's talking about she explained it well I was like okay I'll try it and then I manifest it was manifesting a text message so I did that in like six days and this was I was in no contact with this person for like three months 
And I was like, oh my God, like, I love this. I was like, <laughs> so then I stopped using Law of Attraction and I moved to Law of Assumption. And I think like I made my channel like literally that same week. I just remember like, I was like, oh my God, like I understood it. I resonated with it. I got it. And then like, mm-hmm. I manifested my first day in like days. I was like, oh my God. And then, yeah. So since then, um, I've been like learning and I want to make it clear that, like, I learn as I, like, put out content. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, like, you have this thing down packed. Like, I'm still learning. Or, like, I still have beliefs from, like, my childhood and stuff that mm-hmm. I work through. So I learn as I produce content. So I'm still learning. I don't think, um, I mean, I think everybody's mind is different and complex, so... I think you can be very good at manifesting, but I think the more you want something or the more you want things, the yeah. more you have to align yourself with those things because you're obviously like not in alignment with it mentally. So you're always going to have to be changing yourself and like learning like, oh, this thing, I need more. I have these beliefs. Oh, or stuff comes up like, I didn't know that from childhood I had this belief about this thing. So mm. it's like, a learning process but it definitely is and I'm like really happy you said that like you learn as you go and I think that's really important because a lot of times people don't start things because they're scared oh it's not going to be perfect I don't even know how to do this but it's like you just got to figure it out yeah sometimes it's like we have the internet now so it's like you can literally learn anything yeah internet and I thought it was really interesting that you started with law of attraction which literally until I found your channel did things actually start kind of like moving a little bit more for me because I think when you start with law of attraction it's a little bit harder because you don't really learn about persistence you don't exactly learn about like your thoughts and how important they are so like for me my thoughts were not aligned like I was I was doing all these like high vibrational things. Like mm-hmm. I was meditating, like working out, uh, journaling, like doing all of it. My subconscious was, wasn't there. I think it's really interesting that like you switched, not switched over, but like you started applying the law of assumption as well. So I would, in simple terms, how would you define the law of attraction versus like the law of assumption? Okay. So with law of attraction, you, or they say that you attract what you are and you kind of have to take a lot of physical action to make that happen. So if you want to manifest like a date, you have to be taking yourself on dates. Or if you want to manifest a good friend, you have to be like your own friend and like what you would do with other friends, you have to do it with yourself and then align. So you're like aligned with that energy and you're able to receive it. With law of assumption, it's basically you receive what you assume and expect. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to like take yourself out to be taken out. If you think that, you know, it has law of assumption has a lot to do with um, self, which law of attraction doesn't really focus on. Mm -hmm. Law of attraction kind of focuses on everything outside of you, whereas law of assumption is like an inner transformation. So law of assumption is like, if you see yourself as worthy or capable of deserving of something, you will in turn expect it because your dominant thoughts create and what you think 
feel worthy of or you just assume will be is what you start to expect and that's how things show up for a law of assumption yeah that makes complete sense because it's like the law of attraction can be like physical actions where it's like yeah or treating yourself right like let's say you want to manifest a specific person or like a boyfriend or girlfriend whatever it's like treat yourself how you would want that person to treat treat yourself out on dates um just be kind to yourself and stuff and that's for me I accidentally manifested a guy back into my life because I started taking myself to concerts and like I started like going on dates with myself and being comfortable being alone so he came back out of nowhere once I forgot about him and I was like I don't want this anymore I'm not in, in the frequency of him anymore but um you really put it clear with the law of attraction where you mentioned how it's more like physical things that you can do versus yeah. the law of assumption is more um, mental a little bit and your thoughts. So I think that's important because it's like, if you're doing all these things with law of attraction, but your thoughts aren't there, if you don't feel like you're worthy of it, like you can definitely sabotage it when it does yeah. come to your life. Yeah. So how can, let's say somebody starts or like somebody wants to get into like law of assumption, how can they use affirmations to help them manifest? Well, affirmations are thoughts mm-hmm. and the law of assumption bases itself around your thoughts create your reality. Mm-hmm. So what you believe is what you will experience. And belief is just an idea that you persisted or repeated in your mind over and over. So affirmations are statements that you repeat to yourself. Um, so usually like with law of attraction, I think that I heard a little bit about, well, they did bring up affirmations, but not in a persistent way. It was like, oh, like have it on your mirror. Like I am beautiful. And you know, you see it once in a while, but it doesn't stick because you're not persisting it. You kind of see it in the morning, maybe at night. And then it's like, okay. So you don't really change your beliefs about yourself with lack of persistence um so affirmations are you're basically going to make them what you want to experience or what you want to believe about yourself and the world Mm -hmm. so that they can reflect um so yeah affirmations i don't know if you wanted me to like expand on like the neuroscience way or just oh 100% go all in (laughs) okay Let's talk about neuroscience for any skeptics out there. So, like I said, affirmations are just thoughts. So, like, oh, today's Sunday is, like, that's an affirmation. It's just a thought. Um, So, your mind um, essentially has, it has, like, folders of all your beliefs. So, you have a belief about money. You have a belief about specific people. You have a belief about appearance, whatever. And it uses your past experiences which are just the physical manifestations of your past affirmations or thoughts as evidence so the more you repeat to yourself like i'm broke okay you create a stronger plasticity plasticity is basically belief behind an idea so if you keep repeating the affirmation like i don't have money i'm broke that creates a stronger like like that creates stronger belief behind that idea Mm -hmm. and it gets stored in that folder so every time you think of money and let's say you find out about law of assumption and you're like okay like i want to be financially abundant Mm -hmm. when you say that that i'm broke is going to come so fast and be like no you're not and that's why people give up 
So that's the point of affirmations is to override that programming by replacing it with the thoughts of I'm abundant, I'm rich, I'm financially free, like whatever. So, yeah. And that can take time too. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I know for me, it's been like, you would like constantly affirm and affirm and affirm and it just gets easier though. Yeah. Like you yeah. really just get into a place where it's like, if you don't want to continue that same loop of like being broke, not having any money, like you need to let go of those thoughts because you're yeah. in a way blocking yourself from finding opportunities where you can be financially abundant and, and do whatever you want to do and make money in that way. So I think that's honestly like, because I also watch like Joe Dispenza and he talks about yes. that a lot. Yes. And how like your thoughts are creating your reality. And if you wake up in the morning thinking about like all the negative things that happened yesterday, then that kind of sets the tone of your day versus if you wake up and you just kind of like start affirming. And it's isn't it like suggested that you affirm in the morning because that's when your brain is like most primed for affirming? Yeah. So when you wake up and go to sleep, like that drowsy state when you're like conscious but you're not really conscious enough to really do much you're just like okay like I'm in a body or like I'm in my room or whatever your brain is your brain operates in waves okay so like when you're like right now we're like just conscious okay and we're not really doing anything if we were going into meditation when your brain kind of isn't producing thoughts it's just still like that's another wave and when you're in like that drowsy state that's called like the theta brain wave and there, your analytical your analytical mind is aware, but not aware enough to like deny any affirmations. Oh, so yeah. So your subconscious mind is like completely open, and you're able to reach it directly without any resistance or interruptions. So that's why, yeah, when you wake up and when you go to sleep, it lasts for like thirty minutes to an hour when you wake up and. 30 minutes to an hour before you go to bed so that's why like people say the first hour when you wake up like don't go on your phone because that's your subconscious being the most open and the most um Primed for sensitive yeah yeah oh wow I didn't know I did not I kind of knew it but like yeah there's a point where you know things and you got to start taking them seriously <laughs> yeah um okay so another question uh, just a little bit more on affirmations. So for me, they kind of don't look like they do look like I'm, I'm beautiful and like I'm abundantly wealthy. But when it comes to persisting, do you think that you can add in affirmations that aren't affirmations? Like I live in a two bedroom apartment or I just bought my dream house. Yeah, um, I think this is actually really important to talk about like affirmations like don't have to be like I am because you're I people really like underestimate their subconscious mind's ability like I think that if you know like okay if you have um a nickname for your best friend okay let's just say her name's like Sunny like that's your nickname like Sunny because she's always happy like if you say to yourself like oh I want Sunny to call me and she calls me like her government given name was probably like, let's just say it's like Jennifer or something yeah like it's not sunny, but your subconscious mind knows who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be like, I am rich or I am wealthy or this. Like, if you're like, 
man, like my wallet is so fat right now. Like, first of all, is my nose. That means you have a lot of money. So yeah, they don't have to be like so cutthroat or like copied. Like I recommend people like go out of their own way to like make their own personal affirmations because it makes it fun. And like I think when people try to make it too like oh it has to be like this, it kind of like takes the fun out of seeing them and reprogramming so yeah I totally agree with you and like I I moved from listening to like YouTube videos on affirmations to just creating my own because going back to like your thoughts create reality like if I think to myself I am a content creator every single day I'm gonna start doing more things that are aligned with that reality that I want to create for myself so with affirmations for me and how like they've helped me personally is because like I grew up with a lot of housing insecurity okay. when I was little. My, my I live like my single a single mom, so we didn't really like have money for okay. rent or anything like that. So we would always get kicked out of places like okay. because my mom couldn't pay rent or like living in dangerous situations, constantly getting kicked out. So I found that like when I became an adult, I was kind of repeating the same pattern, and I was like, why is this mm-hmm. happening? Um, So then I went on YouTube and I looked up like affirmations for housing insecurity or like affirmations that kind of prevent eviction or anything like that, Um, because I found that in my adult life, like I was having problems with like my own rent and like my own stuff like that. So I'm like, how do I break this pattern and go into my own thoughts and kind of reprogram it to where it's like I it's like you take somebody that grew up in a stable home and they don't have those thoughts, you know, they don't really have like, oh, I might get kicked out next week or like I might not be able to pay rent versus I I found that with myself, I needed to work on that. And like my rent's always paid on time, like affirmations like that have helped me and they don't look like your typical affirmations. They don't look like, because when I was in high school too, they brought up affirmations and like how to use them. And it was like a really encouraged thing, but they were all like, I am beautiful. I am. Yeah. In terms of affirmations, that's how they've like really helped me. And thank you for responding because you've definitely brought some insight into like when the best time to affirm is. And we kind of just clarified, like it doesn't have to look like what you think it looks like. It can be whatever you want, whatever reality you want to create for yourself, but also be very careful with what you ask for. Yeah. So once somebody has gotten in a really good habit of affirming, let's say they are affirming every day, every night, um, they can, it's getting easier to affirm. How do they, do you have any tips for someone who wants to stop checking for results? And I think this is where we kind of get into like 3D versus 4D. And this is something that I was also introduced to with your channel but like I said like I was all law of attraction before this yeah yeah I did not know but what I found for my own personal self was that like because I create content online like we we both create content but like yeah I'm a like TikToker so for me if what checking the 3D look like was constantly checking your notifications seeing like how many followers did I just make how many views does does this video get so do you have any tips for somebody that's manifesting let's say they're manifesting like a text from someone or they're manifesting money do you have any tips on how to stop checking for movement can we like define 3d 4d and like movement yeah a little bit okay so your three-dimensional reality is the reality that you experience with your five senses so anything you're seeing smelling tasting touching and hearing 
okay? Your fourth dimensional reality is everything else that you cannot experience physically, anything you can experience in your mind. So your desires before they manifest are 4D. Your affirmations are 4D because you can't experience thoughts physically. Um, the past and the future, you'll never experience them physically, but you can experience them in your mind. 4D is just like awareness, consciousness, thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so anything you can't experience in the 3D would be 4D. And they are not separate. And that's what a lot of people going into the law like, don't know is that they're not separate. Your thoughts create. Your thoughts create. So... With checking for movement, I think that like it comes from that separation of like, okay, like I affirmed, so like, where is it? You know what I mean? Um, so, and it's yeah. Um, just to clarify, the forty is not separate from you, like in this moment. No, because like we're thinking right now, right? Okay, maybe like we don't realize it, but we're thinking. It's like, but every time I talk, like. I have it in my mind. Sometimes it's faster because I'm talking like faster than I can consciously. But yeah, you're never separate because you can like access, you can access it anytime. You can think a new thought. You can think about something that happened two years ago that's going to the past or you can think about, oh, I wonder what's going to be for dinner today. Like that's you going to the 4D. And a lot of people don't realize that and don't realize like the connection about the 4D and the 3D, like they work in unison. Mm -hmm. Um. So then when people are kind of like, okay, like, I affirmed that uh, I have, like, $100 in my wallet or something, like, where is it? It's kind of like you go back to that version of yourself that doesn't have it in your 3D. So a big part of, like, of law of assumption is an identity shift. You're becoming the person who has everything that you want. So that has to happen in the 40 first because your thought precedes matter okay so a big thing with like checking and like wondering and everybody's been there like I've been there like I go there like we all like go there um it's just kind of bringing yourself back for me what I do is like I remind myself of the facts like okay my thoughts create if I am persisting on something no matter what it is it has to harden into fact I'm not waiting it is reflecting okay movement always happens so if and it's what I assume so if I'm saying like movement's happening like I'm getting my money like it's coming it's here it will and I like that you brought up like TikTok and stuff and like checking because that was what it was for me um back because I I started doing this like back in September like I said last September but it didn't really like I guess pop off for me till like this June because I kept doing that. I was like checking on, I was like, where is it? Like, I don't know. And what I realized is like, okay, so there's other creators, okay? Like there's other creators who have like a lot of following. So I knew that there were people who wanted to know. And I knew that there were people who were capable of finding me. It was that I wasn't identifying as a person who was worthy of it or that was receiving it because my beliefs didn't reflect that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. I know in the 3D that there are people who would love to follow me, would love to find me, would do that stuff. So nothing is separating me from them, right? Because I can think about them. I can see it in my mind, like all this stuff. So it's really about what do I have to do to be able to resonate with that version of me? And then once I made that shift and was affirming 
in that state of mind, then that's when everything, my channel started to grow. Did you affirm, like, as you were taking action too, like, after you filmed a video, you're you're, you're affirming mode now? Um, I think I just did it when I felt down or doubted, because I didn't have, like, a ton of resistance. It wasn't, like, something I was like, there's no way it can happen. I was like, no, like, if it's happening for the other creators that I watch, it can happen for me too. That's kind of where I was. I was like, it can happen. It's just not in the 3D. That was just like my mindset. So I was like, okay, anytime I think something like that, it's like, no, it is happening or it's going to happen or it's like working for me. Or like it's on its way to me right now. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm really happy you found that sense of like uh, self-worth and like, I do deserve this and I do deserve a voice. Yeah. I think you've already helped a lot of people. Um, yeah. and especially that now that you have like coaching as well, um, which I think that coaching is really important because honestly, for me, when I got coaching for TikTok, when I told myself, like, I am a TikToker, like, and I got coaching for it, just uh-huh. the mere act of like booking that call and like hiring a coach, hiring someone that's like going to hold you accountable too. because I think that like the people that you surround yourself with is also really important and like the, yeah. the people in your like your inner circle. So if somebody listening to this, if you have someone in your life that is negative or like they don't believe in you or like toxic then it's important to have somebody that does believe in you and can guide you through anything that you're manifesting especially like career-wise um a person for me it's really important to do it career-wise which is why coaching is like really valuable so like how do you what's your goal with coaching how does it work um any like examples of what uh, it's worked for with somebody, one of your students? Yeah. Um, so I think the benefits of it is like you said, like somebody holding you accountable, somebody being there personally, I, well, somebody asked me to start it. So how it kind of started was somebody was like, um, it wasn't even under my channel. It was under like a, a video. I think it was Tyler and somebody was just like, going off on like about their circumstances and all this stuff and like I remember um I remember like they like kept commenting it it was like they would like spam her comments with it Mm -hmm. and I was just like oh my god like I have to respond to this because like I just can't and I just gave them like what I would say to anybody like um I don't really remember it because it was like months ago but I was basically like you know you can't be like doing this like spamming comments talking about circumstances like if you want change to occur essentially and I have a belief like it was I guess it was limiting it wasn't like set in stone it was just kind of like an assumption that I had like a light one where it was like I didn't think people would like want to coach with me unless I had like 50,000 subscribers like 100,000 like I had like a lot so that's why I didn't start it um for a while because I just didn't I just didn't think that people wanted to with me um so then somebody was like the person that I responded in the comments was like that was really good like do you coach or like would you think about starting coaching and then I just started it because I was like you know like why not so my goal with coaching is to help the person that I'm coaching rewire their beliefs mm-hmm. and their to get them to a point where they don't need coaching because I think for me, and I think like what makes the good coach is a person who I would rather have nobody need coaching than a thousand people need it. 
um I want people to be able to like be able to do this on their own and like be stable and I also don't want it to be like okay like somebody has to coach they feel really great during coaching like this coach is the best and then they stop coaching and they're like okay well now I don't have this person so I'm lost again Mm -hmm. it's like I want somebody to like build that independent I can do it like I got it like coaching was great now I know what to do that's like my mo I guess with it and I think it can fast track you too it can fast track you from wavering because it's like yeah a lot of times if you if you get into it alone like I got into it alone right I started with law of attraction uh then I two years later I found about law of assumption and I'm just finding out about like persistence and movement and all this stuff so it's like if you start with a coach now it can just fast track you to where you want to be yeah you know it's like you can answer a question someone might have in one phone call that would have taken them a year to realize yeah but yes um so with your coaching you guys can find it in the description um you have a coaching email right so that they can reach out to you for coaching and you also have a youtube channel that they can check out which i listen to almost every single day uh get get that youtube adsense in (laughs) Um, (laughs) literally i'll be at the gym like listening to gaia on youtube (laughs) i don't skip ads going back to how important it is with the type of people that you surround yourself with and like where coaching comes in how does somebody manifest with family that doesn't believe in them or family that is toxic or that's a very broad Um, question yeah no I understand what you're saying um I think that well you know that well, one of the reasons why you're asking me is because I made, like, episodes about, like, toxic family and dealing with it while manifesting. And at first, I was nervous. I was like, are people going to think that, like, I'm, like, we- not, like, weird, but, like, like, oh, that was really deep. Like, I didn't think or, you know. But then the feedback I got from, like, that was, like, I've been searching for someone to talk about, like, toxic yes. family. Like, I have this, like nobody talks about it in this community like I thought that I was weird and I'm like oh my god like so many people are going through that exact same thing like I yeah like when you find out about the law like you said a lot of it is like alone like you're alone like even when you try to get people to understand like oh like stop saying this or that's why you keep attracting it people are like um no (laughs) so you're like crazy you talk yeah yeah So I think the big thing for me, what I had to do was, well, I want people to understand that even if people are saying you cannot do it, if you think you can do something, you will do that thing. Like every single successful singer that like I, anytime I watch an interview about somebody using some type of law, it's like everybody told, everybody told me I couldn't do it, and I, but I knew I would do it and now they're doing it. So that's one thing is I get that a lot too. It's like, oh, my mom doesn't think I can do it. Like, you know, and I'm feeling discouraged. It's like, you can still do it. Um, I think that um, there you is might a lot of support people... outside of the people. Yeah. To you. Yeah. I got to say, a lot of people do rely on that other people to be like motivating or believe in them. And I think that it can really hurt. Like, you find out about the law, like, you're so excited. You're like, I'm going to tell people what I want to do. And then have it happen and people are like, you're not going to be able to do that. And you're like, okay, like, this is really starting to feel like 
isolating. You know what I mean? Um, I think you should be able to just do it. Family and kind of like the people that you surround yourself with and how that can maybe affect somebody's manifestations. But most importantly, I think like the the doubt that comes up because a lot of times like our beliefs come from like family yeah. or people that raised you, people that you grew up with. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of those beliefs are yeah. in our our minds. You were talking uh, about you made that episode about toxic yeah. members and manifesting through a situation like that and people had a really good reaction to it um I was one of those people because that was also something that no one ever really talks about in the manifestation community it's like you will there's so much manifestation content out there that no one is talking about this and what it looks like when maybe you don't live by yourself maybe you still live with family and you just discovered the law of attraction law of assumption uh, manifestation you just discovered it but you live with people who are doubtful of you doing that who are skeptical of the law and just don't want to be a part of it so it's kind of like what do you do in that situation where you have so much pushback from people whose opinions that you hold to that you revere that you hold to a high standard especially when it comes to family so kind of just navigating through that doubt that they might have for you um I think an important thing is to understand like when you know about the law like you know about the law and like not everyone else Mm -hmm. and I think it's like kind of one thing that helped me is like understanding their point of view like how would I have acted like not knowing about the law at all and I had a friend that was like oh like this is the law I mean obviously we were pretty open about it but like from their point of view and like what you said about your mom and like rent and stuff like that was her um that was just how that was she was on I guess like a lot of our parents were on like a survival mode like it was just like do what you can to get what you can and now we're here and we find out like you don't have to do it like that and you can you know it's all in your mind and so I think one thing is like understanding that you kind of have the upper hand in the sense that like you know and they don't and I think like um one thing that I did was like hold a lot of space like because before I was like so upset I was like bro like why are you telling me I can't do it or like why can't you just be more open-minded and then I kind of realized like that's just their programming Mm -hmm. and um that they have to work through and like understanding that other people's beliefs even if they're like your family just aren't your don't have to be your beliefs um and I know that going into manifestation that's like one of the things that you see especially with like money because for the first like 18 years of your life plus like your parents are responsible so their story is quite literally like your story but it's understanding like I don't have to have like my mom's life or my dad's life and like Another thing is just, like, when you're manifesting, I hope that people aren't manifesting to, like, prove something to other people. Or, you know, if I do this, or if like, if I manifest this person or this thing, like, then they'll see me as X, Y, Z. Um, In a way, it's just, too, it's, like, yeah. really tempting to try to impress your family, especially yeah. a lot of times yeah. they have, like, such a high regard for you. For example, like for me, it was really hard because my family is uh, from Mexico, like they immigrated over here. And to them, 
what the American dream looks like is you go to college, you get a degree, you get a safe job, you buy a house. What the fuck is YouTube? You know, yeah. <laughs> like what's that the stock yeah. and how do you yeah. make money? And I've had family members tell me straight up, like, that's not sustainable or people be very disappointed in me, like extremely disappointed in me and saying like, you, Jessica, you had so, so much potential. You were so smart. What are you doing? Like, what, what's yeah. wrong? You know, what's yeah. going on? So I think when situations like that come up, like I just made an episode on this, but like when situations like that come up, part of it is like, they don't really care about your own happiness and like what makes you happy. They just want something that they can talk about and like, oh, my niece is this, she has this amazing career and just stuff they can like gossip about in a way. They don't really care if you're happy or not. They care like- our family's doing great and we're thriving and like all this yeah. stuff, but like a trophy, you know, like yeah. that you just kind of show off versus yeah. they are happy living this lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but for a lot of families, especially like older generations, like it's hard to come to that conclusion and open their heart. Yeah. Sometimes people would rather yeah. be like, no, you're crazy than open their heart. Yeah. Another thing is like, when people are doubtful of you sometimes it can be an, an, a projection of their own beliefs of themselves yeah so like if you say like I want to get like a million subscribers because I, I believe that you'll get there trust me Aww. um but let's say you say that to someone and they're like really that seems a little bit unattainable yeah. or like that seems a little um and I've had people to tell me like oh that seems a little too unrealistic unrealistic just like unachievable yeah um, stuff like that and yeah and some people don't resonate with it and it's just getting to a place where like you're fine if somebody else doesn't believe you because you know that like yeah yeah I don't yeah I don't know um because I resonate to I don't know if this is just like well usually when you're a first generation that's like the experience like and that's why I also said like that was their own like they were on survival like they moved to work like I can never like move to like Europe to work like that's just <laughs> not like what I want to be doing mm-hmm. um so and and I think like a lot of manifestation is like accountability mm-hmm. and I think like it's also that fear like if your parents like did accept like it never had to be like that they would have because a lot of people are anytime they find out about manifestation like I feel like I wasted so much time like being this person and like doing all this stuff and it's like one thing about time is like you if you knew better you would have done better that's why like, I also don't like blame my parents or like family sometimes it's like I feel like if people knew better they would have done better better and I think it's also you did the best with the consciousness you had at the time like our parents thought that like the way out was like going to America going to school getting a job and they did that so in terms of like their goals like they achieve them it's just that we're not on the same level of alignment with them anymore and which sometimes is like sad but also kind of freeing I mean I'd rather know what it is to like be able to do what I want even if not everybody agrees than to like be at a level where everybody agrees but I'm not doing or living the life that I want to be living mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like um you're not in your own happiness you're not in your own alignment um for the sake of other people and like that's not okay yeah 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 I totally agree with that 
Um, and do you have any tips on like defining constructive criticism from people versus like just negativity when you have these situations? Yeah. Um, I think for me, because I'm, <laughs> I'm like really bad with constructive criticism. I don't know if it's like the, like being in a family that like gives it without asking all the time. And I think that to me, that's what the difference is. Like when it's unsolicited, it's kind of just like, oh, like, why are you wearing that? Or why did you do your hair like that? Or why are you doing that for work? And it's like, um, I think, um, yeah, I so I think like negativity, like you said, it's a lot of projection. I don't think a person who's secure in themselves has time to be telling people, this is wrong, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. Like you and I, like if somebody was like, oh, I want to be, I want to own a circus. And like, we'd be like, do it. Like you can manifest that for yourself. Like you should do it um, because we're securing ourselves and our mind and our abilities versus like a person that's like, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my life. It's mm -hmm. like, so I think like you can, um, I don't, I think a lot of it is it being unsolicited and it being meant to make you question yourself and make you unstable within yourself or unsecure because the person who is telling you is that um yeah and at I the end of the day like you get to choose if you take it or not if somebody is like oh i think you walk funny start walking like this like if i don't want to i'm not going to start walking like that so i think that's a big thing is always remembering that like you have the power at the end of the day to like choose and be who you want to be so yeah I think that's a great way to put it is like how, how do you feel about what the person said like do you feel that they're coming from a place of they want to help you get to where you want to be or are yeah. they just kind of trying to put you down and like discourage you um yeah. one way that, like that looked like for me was uh I I had an incident with my one a family member a couple weeks ago where because I want to be like an entrepreneur and I want to like invest in multiple businesses and like have my own businesses and stuff like that and it's something that I'm really, really interested in. But like I said, my family is more like go to college, get a degree, buy a house, stuff like that. <laughs> so I've yeah. had them kind of discourage me from being an entrepreneur. And I put myself like in the perspective, I just kind of took myself out of the picture for a second. I was like, wait, if I spoke to an actual entrepreneur, like an actual millionaire, an actual business owner, they would yeah. not give me the advice that the family member is giving me because yeah the my family member kept saying like oh but when you're 25 you're not gonna have health insurance what are you gonna do then it's not a sustainable career it's dangerous yeah. you're not gonna have health insurance versus had the criticism been constructive it would have looked like from a millionaire like an entrepreneur they would have been like okay so in five years when you're 25 in four years because i'm 21 um yeah you should buy this insurance or like you should save for this type of insurance. Yeah. Like here's what you can do so that you have health insurance when you're 25. Yeah. Because that's going to look, health insurance is going to look different from somebody that works in nine to five versus somebody that is self-employed. Yeah. It's like the, the person in my family, they brought up a really valid point, but it could have been like delivered in a way that was Better. instructive. Yeah. And yeah. I love how you said you don't, you're like, you, you're you still learning how to go through constructive criticism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny.
or if you don't have the means to hire a guy to coach you, mm-hmm. you can also just like check out her YouTube channel because you have a lot of like really valuable information yeah. on there. So I guess to end this, we want to end it with some encouragement. Okay. Um, Jess, I want to start with you because when you said you wanted to be an entrepreneur, I was just like, yes, like, please do it. Like, please break these generational curses. Like, please, like, (laughs) show your family and show yourself, obviously. But, like, there's more to life than, like, what society says Mm -hmm. Um, because it's all just beliefs. And, again, beliefs are just affirmations that were persistent like go to school go to school go to school like Mm -hmm. my grandma said that to my mom who said that to me like your grandma probably said that to your mom who said that to you like Mm -hmm. so I think like that's part of reprogramming is like interrupting that unconscious conversation like interrupting generations worth of unconscious conversations and like you know being like like step like waking up becoming conscious and being like yo like I don't have to do this or live this way and like mm-hmm. a lot of it is just I honestly I'm like anytime I get in my head about it I'm like a YOLO person I'm like you literally only live once like if you want to live here or do this or wear this or date this person or oh you know I don't know if people will judge me like who cares like you can you can you deserve it you're entitled to it like you should live a life that you wake up every day and you feel like you're in a dream like I to me that's like goal I totally agree with you because like I think a big part of manifestation is like having your back for real yeah like taking care of yourself and like if you have doubts about any manifestation anything like that one thing I love to do is like how can I be there for myself right now like how can I take care of myself because I find that a lot of times like those limiting beliefs that lack it comes from survival mode from when I was little Yes. Or like it comes from that era yeah. so when that happens it's like just like do your laundry go on a run like feed yourself something yeah. healthy even though I'm having an energy drink right now <laughs> um but yeah just like taking care of yourself and and affirming and like even if your mind is like battling you where it's like yeah it's a shit you're not worth anything yeah. stuff like that yeah you can still do things physically that show yourself yeah. that you care and I think, yeah, like, there's so many benefits to, like, physical, like, when you work out, like, you're releasing endorphins, like, you're literally releasing negativity through working out, or, like, crying, oh, my God, this is such a big one, people are like, is it wrong if I cry in your body, because your body's unconscious, right, so it is literally your subconscious mind in physical form, because, you know, you don't consciously breathe, you don't consciously beat your own heart, like, it just doesn't, so if your body is crying, like, that is, it's saying I need to release this so it's like you could do so much stuff to like yeah really like if you're overstimulated kind of get that out yeah I feel like for me it's really like hard to shut my mind off sometimes yeah and and one thing I learned about working out is that it's very beneficial to think of working out as like a therapy session where you just go and if you do a really hard workout like you're in a way taking out all your aggression all your stress yeah um all that stuff and that's what I've been doing recently and I've learned that it's just a mindset shift and like once you start thinking about it like as a way to get everything out first thing in the morning yeah um yeah you for the rest of the day like you're clear you're good yeah (laughs) I was better than um, you yeah I started like because I go to the gym and stuff and Mm -hmm. like which gym do you go to 
Ah, I gotta plan it then. <laughs> 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 okay. um, but if I'm doing like a rep, like, and I'm like, oh my god, like it's hard. Like I want to give up. Like I will literally say my affirmations. Like I am like in control, and like it'll like push me to just push it up. Or like even like you, like you run. It's like you know when you want to give up, and you're like, oh my god. But it's like you're right there. Like you're almost home, or you're almost back to like the start. It's like. I just push through. Either I push through the negativity or I push through, like, the positivity. Like, mm-hmm. Either way, like, yeah, I'm pushing through. It's a lot easier to be sad than it is to be happy. It's a lot easier to just lay in bed and, like, not show up for yourself than it is when you do. But I'm yeah. – and I'm still learning that. Like, for me, doing this this episode was, like, I'm – I don't even know how to do Zoom. I don't know how to record virtually. Yeah. I don't know how to do any of this. But, like, I'm just going to try – and in a way, it's like kind of stepping into the reality that you want to have, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, what are your goals for twenty twenty three? I think we can end it there with talking about you because you're the star oh, yeah. of today's show. Oh, um, <laughs> or um, anything you're working on too that like people yeah. should look out for. Yes. So I want to do. People have asked me for this, and I had it, but I procrastinated it. So like twenty twenty three, I'm like, I'm wait, is this? Is this where you're dropping news first? Are we getting yeah. insight? I guess, like, I guess so. <laughs> I, I want to do um a manifestation challenge, like make my own. Um, a lot of people want me to. I think it's like really beneficial um to help people like stay the course for like a week, like stay the course. Um, well, we're really excited to see like what you come out with. Like I said, you guys can go over to her YouTube channel and find so much like just binge watch all her videos because they're so entertaining. And like they will hype you up, guys. Like they will literally put you in a state where you're like, fuck yeah, I can manifest this or or whatever. So I would definitely recommend checking out guys YouTube channel and, and seeing all that she has all the videos she puts out for the rest of the month. Uh, I also know you said that you're gonna like annoy us with content, which like I got excited for too. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm excited. I'm gonna pump out so much content. Y'all are gonna be annoyed with me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, there's a lot of value you can find. Uh, check out Gaia. Uh, I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today. By the way, and yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, we had a great conversation. I'm I'm super happy that you came on. So, like I said, all the links are in description. You can check that out.